Welcome back to my lovely IHP community. We have a little bit of Leo season special. There are a lot of our lovely adaptive children roaring around. So this is about the third recording. And it's not something that I'm unfamiliar with, but I am looking to bring to you something special. And that would be the fiercely loving. And the fiercely loving, we stay away from the fierce, fiercely fearful. And so I'm going to keep the fiercely fearful brief. The people who get vindictive, spiteful, vengeful, malicious, they do all these things. They're on both and all sides. Anybody who talks about humanity and they still use the word evil, if you are one of them, please tune out because this is not a place for you. Just go somewhere else. Unconditional love is what pure consciousness is. Purusha Prakriti. People use this word. They use spirituality. They use yoga. And they don't know what they're talking about. So what I'm going to share is this Terry Real. Thank you. This is a mindfulness person who helps people to become mindful. Excuse me. He's a therapist. Mindful relationships. And the adaptive child never seeks to repair his partnerships or her partnerships or their partnerships. A human being who's in their brainstem leading with their adaptive child who's reacting with fight, flight, fight, flight, fright, or freeze, attach, cry, collapse, submit, please appease. Those are lesser trauma safety behaviors, but they still are. People who are lions that don't know that it's not taking risks that are stupid like the knights that did in Filbert the Fearful, the, the book that I read a little bit from. In one of our videos, uh, they actually don't do shitty risks. Nobody's a badass because they watch the badass movies and grow up to be adults and actually don't know the difference between true, pure love versus visceral adrenaline, which is zero. It's just zero. So evil does not exist. If you want to learn about what evil is, go to the criminology guy. His name is Michael Stone. It's Big Think, The Well, 1 to 22. We feel bad for the 1 to 9, 16 to 9 to 16. We can unmask them easily uh, when their followers get out of Maya land. And as for the ones who have brain structural needs, we have good psychoeducators who are taking care of that and they will support the system to understand about the reason why compassion beyond reason is needed in the prisons, in every single one of the incidents, all everywhere. And any person who, again, is between nine and 16, they're grandiose, charming, and they are people who represent a ancient history past that's those who are blind lions and blind, again, because they can't see that they feel in their body powerless and they're following an ignorant, moronic idiot. Because the idiot says to you, emotions are stupid. Because they don't actually acknowledge that as a human being, they still have a two-year-old. You know, they're also arrogant enough to think that somehow they're emotionless, which they're not. And people who actually are under the illusion that being in the Enlightenment so age group means you're emotionless, you don't know what you're talking about. Because you don't understand that the ventral vagal nervous system is when you savor from your body the sensations that are yours, and here's Krishna Leela, that you bring in because our family is a playground. So when the lions who do see and hear have a lion and or more that are non-disciples and they get in their actual modes, which they might think are evil, 
uh, we will only find enormously heartbreaking. At certain points, we find and feel that we've also wasted time. We remember that no time is wasted. Simply put, that we are unhappy about the emotions that are arising within our body and that we get to put into practice our ventral vagal state. And when we speak to ignorant human beings who do not understand our words and they try to mesh us in their own sob stories, we move away as quickly as possible and disengage from continuing any type of consistent sharing of our personal journey since our family are all our loved ones. And so we will learn to shut up about our dislikes because we process them with compassion beyond a reason. And we do consider all of our family, family. We don't have enemies. We don't have evil. We don't have bad, good guys. We might like action movies, all these things. So again, any one of you who moved into recently and or in the past years, your 5D-ness, you know what I'm talking about. So our 5D mystics are loving like fuck and for real, not pretend. So we don't actually think of people killing each other. And this is that couple that's in an awesome song but this couple is like being criminal they should be in jail they should get a psych evaluation and they should definitely learn about being able to be where i'm at and where sadgur is at and other people who actively know how to rest in their ventral vagal state close our eyes i actually can keep mine open and as i speak can feel the beauty and the arousal of life and oh it has nothing to do with bodily fluids no Actually, you know what happens when people don't have self-love and so they don't know their prakriti or their purushu or purushu or I forget right now. So the aspect of being your own unconditional love and your own pure energy, purushu prakriti. So when those of us who have maintained expanding consciousness meet the essence of life of people we can feel their optimal potential only obviously until they start to become fiercely fearful and that's where their unresolved trauma and so their safety behaviors which equal their heart begins to get agitated and their mind begins to work with the predictions of a story that has not yet unfolded so that story is unfortunate when people have what are called shame defectiveness and shame teflon brains which deflects anything that is unconsciously loving so they will say no this isn't true blind lions okay so i am again just going to lead with let's leave that alone they're fiercely fearful move away from the fiercely loving and so be it the fiercely loving, when engaging with those fiercely fearful, at some point, the patterns of their safety behaviors, whether it be shame, blame, fault, or revenge, become clear, and then we know how to navigate the spaces. As for the ones who love leading their life with stories in their mouth, and they then question our uh, unconditionally loving Purusha Prakriti, we don't have anything to say except for Pink tainted glasses, uh, yes, I'm stupid, mm, yes, you can call me that too, thank you, nice knowing you, bye, so that's it, 
the ones who instead are intrigued, it's because they do notice that we're not stupid. And so then they try to figure us out. Once they figure us out, because they will see there is no mask, they will still continue to question. But once they see even more within our hearts, they will no longer have questions and they will know, wow, it's a fascinating person to me because they've met what is a Zen master, which is a functional adult, an integrated mind. I use my left and right mode equally. It's a beautiful place. Oh, and that is an integrated mind. The default mode network is downregulated, so my OATS doesn't scan to see if I am safe to turn on my ventral vagal state. I'm using my as my name, Maria. So as a human being, I'm always safe with people, even when they're manipulating, gaslighting, ghosting, using curse words, insulting, getting agitated. Uh, you can name the number of things that have taken place throughout the years of my 43 years. We will see what more comes. I will actually let you in on a fun fact. I'm mm, no surprises. I'm not expecting any except for a few, which I won't mention because those are from the movies of the people who don't like people like me. So I will say I'm lucky. My life is perfect. And I actually mean it. And while others will think, how can you say that uh, when you're single and you don't have a family and you don't have kids? It's like, well, did you not know some of us actually did not or don't want any of that and we mean it uh, so sorry people are a plus in our life not a must and that's because the meaning is actually a purpose called i breathe and i'm here i wake up i have only 24 hours and since i was a child i've been making the best of it fiercely loving people we don't waste our time so that's why we actually create a playground when we are engaging with the loved ones that always hurt but it's not a story of always hurt. It's, oh, I get to grow up. That's right. They get to share with me what it means to handle when I don't like that something happens. That's really awesome. You know why lions who can see? Because we're always going to have the lovely unknown, uncertainty, and potential unwanted. So there you go. And while the lions who are blinded don't recognize because they can't see, what a true threat is, we do. So we won't use our energy in a way that is unnecessary. So we don't go into fight mode or flight. We don't go into any modality of defense unless we are actually faced with a physical threat. So people who gaslight, ghost, manipulate because they think they're smart, but we have time on our side. So we know we're smart. And we know that unless you have a physical weapon, you're not actually taking anything from me except for one thing. It's called time. And it's okay. I got to learn from the time we spent together. So the fiercely loving, they grow more loving. The fiercely fearful, they grow more fearful. They hide out in their groups. And so there you go. The only ones that come towards the fiercely loving are the ones who are brave, like Philbert the fearful, because he has common sense. And as the king points out at the end of this little fable, let me read it. Uh, so the author is Jay Williams. The artist is Ib Olson. <coughs> he says, this is the emperor, uh, quite right. I'd much rather have my person here marry someone with sense enough to stay alive and take care of someone than have that someone married to the pelican would be a person who just looks like they are strong but they're not 
or it's a person from this story and I don't know all of it. So the other part that is cute is that the person, the this would be a father with a daughter in this case, but obviously it can be a son or it can be a they. And so the person, which is the uh, child of the father, she says in this case that there's only one of her and there's only one of him and that this person knows how to take care of both of them. Now, this is not the actual functional adult. The functional adult, I take care of I, they take care of they, and we support each other to be our flawed and imperfect self and to follow our dream. And we do this independently in the absence of needing to consistently reconfirm that it's okay to be ourselves. So people who fiercely love, we don't check in on, is it okay to be me? Can I be myself? Mm, do you, uh, no, that's actually not. We don't even do that with our parents. And that's because we don't have this shame button. So again, the fiercely loving uh, don't stand in a place of being blocked ever, moving into 5D spectrum. And on this beautiful Leo season, Let's talk about uh, the people who are staying within their blinders. They make up excuses like this. You know, they're better off without me. I'm such a failure. I'm a wimp. I'm a coward. I think it's better that they go on without me because I'm ashamed of everything. So they identify basically with their own mistakes and they make up, as Terry Real would say, a little baby story and sit there. So that's one of the groups of people. And the other are basically saying, oh, they don't know what they're missing out on. And so again, those are other people. We also have the equation of, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to keep on doing this because I do think that drinking all day long, fucking all day long and doing all the things that the movie look at like a badass, this is what life is all about. That's just another random example. Or I love the ones that's, well, actually, those, I'm not even going to bring these ones in the mix. These ones are, yeah, so scratch that. So the middle ground, the fiercely fearful make up excuses of why to avoid actually moving into what is a true lion's roar. And when you look at the strength card, of the major arcana with the tarot, there's a very specific area and or more that you get to embark on. And so from chariot, you move to strength. And that is where when you are in the energy of moving from that, it's a balancing and realignment of your entire mind, energy, and physical body that is in alignment with your values and your heart body. So the roaring lines right now, they are engaging with people like us that are unconsciously loving. Purusham Prakriti, not with the blind ones or the deaf ones. The blind and deaf are hanging out with each other. And we let them be in the pack because they represent no threat. They don't see and they don't hear. Their roars allow us to be alerted. We don't look that way, see what it is. We see clearly and we're able to, if we need to intervene, and if we can intervene, we do, and if not, we don't. And here's the Zen master with the disciples, non-disciples, and the, uh, the ones, uh, shoot, addictive, 
behaviors which can equate the compulsive, sex, drugs, alcohol, food, and the thieving, they end up in jail. So this is where it's the compulsive thief, uh, the example in the Zen story. And obviously we also have our Zen masters, so the other roaring, fiercefully loving lions who don't make up excuses. We're out here doing this. So we're not only balanced in our alignment, and so we are in heaven in our body and in our mind, and that's because of that integrated mind, restored embodied self, we go beyond spirituality. So we are human beings who love each other. And we know compassion. And when we recognize the shame Teflon bag, so if a person says, I'm so unworthy that I'm a piece of shit, we'll say, no, you're not. And we'll mean it. And they will not be a piece of shit. Now, if they recognize and take that hand, they say, you know what, you're right. But I did do some things that I feel shitty about. Can I share with you my shame story and you say okay, of course you can i love to hear your stories i want to know more what's up so they share their shame story and that's where those people actually say a lot of things and in the case of addictions and them being serious though about their self-transformation so of course this is where the first question is okay cool so you have seen that there's excessive drinking, excessive sex, there's compulsive. You've noticed that you have an addiction, even excessive eating clean, okay? So this is real talk right now. The people, Terry Real teaches mindfulness relationships. So how we are not each other's parents, we're each other's partners, and that's not just in romantic. So any person who's a 5D mystic knows this already. You don't need to be told it by me because you'll know your oversoul. If you're a 5D anything, you're Purusha Prakriti. You don't have to be in the Enlightenment Soul A troop. means you know about unconditional loving and that we are one energy. Like Sadhguru says, you can call it demon, divinity, stone, rock, call it whatever you want. It's the same energy broken up into a million pieces and more. We have eight plus billion people, then we have all life form and yada, yada, yada. So the individuals who are moving into strength, are in their actual inner guide and so they are there with the ability to say i choose to bring forth me with the hand of you thank you so much for listening to me and so as they unravel and tell you about what they've noticed that they are doing that is not okay whether it be in relationship to you or whether it be simply put in their own life, those of us who care, fiercefully loving means I don't run away. And in fact, we are neither knights nor princes. We are Zen masters. We are functional adults. And forgiving is not about forgiveness in that word. It's about the awareness of every human being here that you tune in. If you're here, being your pure consciousness means that you know no human being is their greatest mistake and that a person who is in their safety behaviors it's because of unresolved trauma which stays stored within the tissues the bones and the muscle and it arises in uncomfortable sensations for the human being that stores them and that initiates the brainstem activity implicit memory that they will not handle as adaptive children that's why they're blind lions and they're deaf 
because they don't hear you and they don't even try. In fact, they completely ignore the fact that they're in a mode that is unnecessarily agitated and that is in transference. And they also don't care because they will dis disengage and they will deny structural dissociation. They will deny that I am speaking out of my mouth or I am using words that I've created in my own hero-villain journey in my brain about you because I assume to know everything and that's actually on me, not on you. And I will ignore that my emotions are agitated and that I'm actually really agitated or whatever it is. This has happened to me in so many numerous occasions. I could give you examples. I don't need to for my regular listeners already know them. What I can tell you is that in all those cases, a Zen master learns more and more the playground of our loved ones is about how do I handle the dislike of how I'm being spoken to in this very minute. Same way we'll take ownership when we do it to our loved ones. So my two-year-old comes out at times, and that's where whenever I've also had an emotional trigger with other human beings, this is outside of my lovely mother and twin, I will usually take a step back at a certain point and apologize and just say, okay, I'm so sorry. And that's the real deal. And even when I don't have to apologize because it wasn't actually on me, I still will say, I'm sorry, this got way out of hand. Let's try it again. So fiercely loving means knowing how to say you're sorry. Some people say, well, if you don't mean it because you know you didn't do anything wrong, eh, it's not about wrong or right for the adults. The Zen masters care about their herd, and so it's about communication. And the natural instinct is to say, I'm sorry. In fact, grown-ups actually say, we don't need to say we're sorry, but we mean it. We don't just lie about it and then uh, actually continue to do certain things. Some people, they lie about it. They say, you can and don't have to apologize, but then their manners reveal otherwise. And that's because, again, when you have a blind lion and a deaf one, and apparently one that doesn't hear what words come out of their mouth and doesn't keep their story together, because the person who's in fight, flight, freeze, fright, attach, cry, collapse, submit, please, appease, is an insecure attachment body. It's a 3D, 4D body. It's a, excuse me, dysregulated, modulated, embodied person. Uh, they are in their fight mode. They are, uh, their mind is not integrated and their default mode network consistently scans others and the self and doesn't engage in the ventral vagal system with other people. So they have their trauma response. Their, in fact, brain functions with a uh, underdeveloped cor corpus callosum, the underdeveloped hippocampus, the underdeveloped cortex, and in fact, their amygdala is enlarged, they are reactive, they don't take a minute to say, wait, I'm so sorry, because they still feel frazzled enough, and they don't, again, question, oh, I should speak of what I'm frazzled about. No, they begin to create hypotheticals that are imagination and based on horrible movies of, oh, there's evil out there. Oh, love doesn't exist. So shit like that is what fiercefully fearful people begin to do. And uh, they don't actually take a minute or more to say, uh, wait, I'm actually creating an entire scenario without ever interacting actively with my words with a human being who exists on the other plane. Or, I'm sorry, if they do, oh no, they, they lie. Mm, so they accuse people of lying. It's very fascinating. In time, we always do uncover things. So here's where... When we do notice that we've been tested by people like that, because there are those who will become part of the herd, because you know what happens when a fool 
is a fool and they got a tool, so they use their brain to test the person who's not a blind fool, but we actually are a fool that does our fool's journey every year. So the lion who can see and hear and use the mouth, so we don't shame, blame, fault, revenge. Do you know what a fool who can see does? We notice a time, we notice a pattern, and we notice an inconsistency because we have secure attachment in our body. That means I know that I'm unconditionally lovable by myself because I have flaws and imperfections and Miss Perfect isn't ever going to make me know I'm perfect. No, I'm imperfect, but I'll be perfect if I want to be. And I won't feel shame because you think that I'm saying I'm perfect. I'll be like, well, if you don't think you're perfect, I'm so sorry for you. And that's for real, not pretend. Mm, so we know the difference between the actual people who will be in this illusion and that's why we continue to allow them to do their thing so that they can just move away from us they won't like us because they can't do their bullshit with us the inflated egos that actually don't have an ego that is self-empowered this is where they have something more and it's unfortunate for them not us so again back to the examples when we move into the inner guide that is all unconditional love we don't actually retreat as the hermit we are a hermit that is wielding our wheel because we know how to use our eyes to see and so when we see inconsistent words inconsistent actions inconsistent everything hmm, what is consistent Oh, that's right. Ah, the silence, the lying. Hmm. They're saying yes, no, maybe. Hmm. This is interesting. Okay. Unsafety. So you're roaring, but you're not. Uh, so we don't really do much. We sit and wait. Because again, there is no danger. The blind and deaf lions are the ones who don't know what they're doing. We can see what they're doing. We're waiting to understand what their next steps are, but without strategizing, because when people ghost or gaslight or manipulate or basically try to test us, back to that example, they will see that we're not hiding anything, because then they will also have other examples of how we really mean we unconditionally love with imperfections. So, on that note, they will also see that we are people who continue to follow our dreams because, again, a Zen master isn't wasting their time. So 24 hours are actually always full. And we keep moving forward. And our playground with the dislikes is called us learning how to be in equanimity, as you can hear. And actually, right now, in this lovely year of 2023, so when we see the people who... They become vulnerable. So they move from strength to their ability to see what's in front of them. And that's a beautiful relationship. And so, like Terry Real again says, people grow together, not as their parents, but as each other's supportive of everything. And so when you have people who know that it's not about the sex in any way, shape, or form, it's not about the number of times you see each other and it's not about any of those external factors 
there is what is called alignment and attunement. And this thing called consciousness, it is something that lives within our bodies because it's navigated from your own nervous system. And when you actually have some interests and you have a person who supports them, and then you have flaws that you know are flaws and you want to work on them because you do know about moderation. Okay, so here's my smart lines who have become visible. They can see now. So they have eyes that are open and they're like, wow, you're awesome. Oh my gosh, I love you. Huh. Okay, so the ones who test, those are separate. Those who test, what I was trying to get at is that sooner or later they see that we're not actually doing anything because of intent. We just love being around them. So the people who are in those spaces, they actually begin to notice that there are fiercely loving human beings. If they don't move into building that relationship, that's because they actually have not become aware of their inability to nurture their own meaning. And so here's where they will feel that the only way they can achieve meaning in life is by having a family or having a person or having, and this is not bad, it's just a different category. And I'm not speaking and channeling for that category. Not because I can't, I can, but uh, in this channeled guidance, it's for the fiercely loving. Those individuals, they still fiercely fear. They're in a body that does not know how to tend to their own inner nurturing. So when they don't feel in a space of safe haven and their attachment system, in fact, is actively longing, their one-year-old, which is reminded of the first seven months of their life, which did not get, I'm seen, I'm safe, I'm sued. So this is why it's very important to note the Zen masters always expand the herd. It doesn't get smaller. And it's all humanity. And it's, in this case, we talk about personal development. So it's you becoming a Zen master and having mindful relationship, functional adult love language, mystic or not. Unconditionally loving, purusha, your pure energy, prakriti, not because of yoga. It means integrated mind, which are all hands on deck, left and right. Your corpus callosum communicates effectively. Your hippocampus communicates effectively. Your cortex, you know how to harness and do neurofeedback. Your brainstem, your limbic system, your cortex. You know how to calm yourself. You know how to self-soothe. You know how to soothe another. You know when you're not soothe. You know everything about your human structure, and we talk about all this and more. I'm not kidding right now. So when you're interacting, others may be triggered. You are knowing exactly how to handle your nervous system and you speak it. Look, I'm, I need you to move away from me now. And when people don't, I'm going to move away from you. Stop and move away, please. And we do it jokingly because usually the people who we do have, they're big bears that don't mean any threat because we are smart enough to recognize the energetic imprint and we are not doing it based on bias. We're doing it based on our gut. When you're in full alignment, your gut is trustworthy. Gabor Matei says not to trust your gut. He's talking to people who are not in full alignment and people misuse the information they learn because they don't learn to hear that it's a person who's speaking to human beings who have dysregulated, dysfunctional nervous system patterns and other stuff because they still have unresolved trauma. So some of us don't have unresolved trauma. 
we know of trauma memory and if we do experience any of it we acknowledge it and we can use our words when i get my panic attacks i can use my words i'm having a panic attack i'm going to leave when people do things that are unnecessarily cold and in spaces that are not supportive it's okay we know how to handle ourselves like grown-ups and not get into oh my gosh how dare you treat me like this while i'm upset so we don't actually shame fault blame or do anything to a person who is actually being not aware of what we're going through because they don't experience it or because they think that they can tell us how to not experience it and we don't again pout and go around and say to my my friends our friends oh guess what happened to me today somebody told me that i shouldn't have we don't we can say it's very fascinating when when we get the panic attacks and when people yes we do do that <laughs> it's like so when sometimes you get the comments like one time i got this really interesting comment of wow but her life's so perfect i was like oh my gosh that's hilarious so we laugh about it here's our two-year-old with krishna lila uh, we're not like oh my god how dare they they just offended me and i'm never going to speak to you again you offending human being you and we don't actually lock ourselves up when we have panic attacks and say i don't want to see any human beings because they're all awful so everybody again has their own way of handling their emotions the love cycle we fiercely love we would not move away from people don't ask us to go to the mountains please we won't do it so when people test us again we understand why and when instead uh, the ones who are actually seeing that they want to be their optimal selves because they can so they are awakened to their own ability to choose they take the lovely elements of earth fire water and air and they move into the unknown and they reach out to take that hand and to fiercely love so they don't wait and they don't make up oh i'm so afraid they might leave me one day they don't do that it's better to have tried to be in a purusha prakriti as a master relationship than not because again the zen masters we don't need you you don't need us we have a very pure 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 blissful feeling it's in the heart and the mind and the body and that's even without ever having touched anyone so here i'm going to share a story this one i haven't shared with you all so at the beginning of my lovely ascension i told you all i have three twin flames and we're going to leave that for a paid subscription based model content and people who tell you what you should do about your oversoul well i mean again if you're a lion you're going to be like fuck you dude you don't know my soul's journey and nobody can and that's it and so here's where for example on a side note story i've shared with my lovely oversoul and one person one particular story one person in particular but when i shared it i said but remember i'm doing channeling for me so it doesn't mean it's a truth i was trying to specify because it's a human being so they have curiosity about their lives and da 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 and i have come to a specific conclusion but with the ownership of it's of course me maria i'm a person so i'm relating to my 
subconscious and conscious, my sphere of energy, the whole field of it with my own channel. This is the adult and respectful thing and the true thing to do. Pure consciousness in essence knows that we are just one big ball again of energy and our family is the ability for us to dissolve for those who have the defectiveness, shame, unworthiness cycle. They can move out of being blind lions. They fiercely fear is all I'm going to say. What I've seen from people in the adoptive child is to consistently live in Maya land. The people who move into self-empowerment, it's only if they move into disengaging from talking about humanity as shitty that they will actually have a chance because when they see, wow, I'm being loved unconditionally with my flaws and imperfections and I am scared to love, but I know I'm scared to love. I, I've had heartbreak as a teenager, as whatever. I've had trauma issues I have had abandonment issues I've had a household that was not very good for me I have people around me that aren't doing good for me meaning they're not lifting me up a common sense person who is intuitive and is awakened to their self they will notice I'm being I'm being given what is true love and it's not something you can actually lie about. The people who do, the ones who test it out, it's like the king's story. It's a sad story. Remember the one sad guru says. So his wife, one of his many wives, he asks her a lot of questions, so they always talk. And one of the questions is because this king doesn't believe in love. And he sees a couple basically the man dies and the wife dies or something like that and he goes to this one wife and he says i saw this thing and he did, he was uh, like i don't understand so this man had all the gold in the he had everything so he's living the rich life he, you know when people have everything they want and this is the sad part when i see the sociopath lady who's now using her sociopath label to a t and just saying this is who i am and She's not actually potentially going to move out of that, but it is her journey. So in the meantime, though, sad because she can awaken and become a mature version of herself. So anyways, putting that to the side, this king, this rich king who has all these women, has all everything he wants, but he doesn't believe in love. And so he's curious about this thing. And this wife tells him when two people are... One, because there's also this thing about people being in a specific connection, which this is why the twin flame thing is a real deal. But the only people who know of it for real are the ones who don't even question it. They didn't need this label, by the way. Everyone who knows of the label will automatically put themselves, the, this is what happens with trending topics. So I didn't know of twin flames at all. I was introduced to it later, so the experience that I'm going to finish sharing to you in a minute, I had no words at the time, and I had only began to become active with my clairs, okay? But I knew already about us being one big family because I was introduced to Christianity with Jesus, and the idea of us being souls is equal to us being energy for me and any 5D person, because we have a relationship with the field of consciousness, Akash, but it's again beyond spirituality. So we bring together, I bring together, we have human science and spirituality and spiritual, and it's all one, it's not separate, and they don't cancel each other out. 
If you ever have questions, reach out and we'll see what to do with your question. If I consider it a paid subscription-based model question, I will let you know first and then you can decide or I can give you an alternative. If you don't want to subscribe and you want the information, I'll do a free version and, and reallocate it. So long story short, um, this king gets explained by this wife of his that love is you're connected in a way. It's like the Rumi quote. Those who love with their eyes, they say goodbye. Those who love with heart and soul, they don't know separation. So pure consciousness, like for me, I don't actually ever don't love the people that I love. And I love all humanity. But the people that I have shared my physical life with, not in bed, but that I've met. And then there are those who I've not met, like Sadhguru. And others, too, that are friends. So our oversoul does involve platonic relationships. This is also why polyamory and polysecure people that are in this group, in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, we don't do any type of relationship structure. It's anarchy. And it's also every person is in our life and you are not going to be dictating. So solo poly and relationship anarchy because labels really are reductive for what we experience with that awareness for what we are together. It's not attachments to the relationship. It's the actual energy that we share. So we know the potential of all of our relationships and it's in the minute that we encounter it. Okay. But every person's potential is different because blind lions, if they stay blind and then if they stay deaf and if they don't ever truly roar, well, they're going to stay fiercely fearful. So when a shame defectiveness, shame Teflon bag says, I'm defective, and if you love me, you're defective, let me go to the Zen story, or to, excuse me, the King story. Uh, the Zen story is we, the Zen masters, don't say, I'm going to cancel you. We're going to recalibrate and allow the fiercely fearful to do whatever it takes for them to feel safe. So we'll recalibrate, and as long as we can, to allow the lion to feel at home in their relationship. If it happens, we recalibrate and all things move smoothly. If it doesn't, it doesn't, and it's something that can happen. And there's definitely the fiercely fearful that take action on moving themselves away because they're the ones who are uncomfortable, not the other way around. So we simply state as the Zen master the consistency of who we are. And so we're unconditional love. We are pure two-year-old Krishna Lila, and we're not going to be told how to express the love we have for our loved ones. And so, yeah, I mean, if somebody needs to tell me, like one of my friends once, she was like, if you talk to this person, I can't be your friends. And I said, well, I guess we won't be friends then. Wait, but what? Well, I disagree with you controlling my life, so I'm not going to be your friend then. I mean, I loved our friendship, but I, I'm not okay. And we talked it out, and I said, I get what you're saying, but this person, not only they're not your property, they even have another girlfriend. This isn't even their girlfriend. You're making a ridiculous statement. I won't share your stuff with this person, but they're my friend. I like them. I'm not going to disengage from being friends with them because you like the same person, who, by the way, is an asshole, and you're actually allowing him to dictate something that has so the friends we stayed friends but i told them exactly how i thought and we cleared it up and it moved forward so we don't actually allow the non-disciples the nobody who tells the zen master 
how to lead their life. This is called an adult, excuse me. So no, nothing to do with spirituality. I am a person. Don't come tell me if I can talk to you. Not, I mean, you tell me what is your preference. Okay. But if you and I are friends and I'm being told how to be a friend, no, that's not a friendship. That means you have an equation and I most likely will not be able to fit it. And I'll be like, you know what? I can't, I can't do this. I won't do it. And it also, if it comes to where it doesn't has a, have us feel accepted and loved, we'll stand up and say, this is how I love. And that you may not like it. It's okay. But <laughs> I'm a person who loves freely. And uh, that's something that a true roaring lion will in fact state because it's beautiful to purely love and it's very painful to purely fear but you know again they don't actually sit in fear the blind and deaf lions they roar at you and that's the unfortunate of adaptive children because they actually create and manipulate their entire story in their brain all alone and do everything by themselves so this king essentially plays a trick on his wife he brings to the castle he has his guards bring to the castle his clothes as if he had died in a i don't know battlefield and she died and when he goes back the sob story of oh now he becomes this famous poet of some sort yeah to me when i heard the ending i'm like this is bullshit isn't they they did nothing with their life except for what live in regret for the rest of it so a long story short is the reason why when I think of wisdom and actual passion, I think of Jesus. I don't think of the individuals who are in the mountains. I'm just going to put it that way. So the roaring lion and the people who awaken to their self and they are being presented the hand of love. They don't do what this king did. They actually are like, oh, fuck this shit. Come on over here. So they take the ability to notice I am imperfect and flawed. This is normal. Every human being on the face of this planet is perfect, imperfect and flawed and perfect in their own way. When it comes to people who are evil, it's not evil. They need help. We have a system. It's very grounded in reality. Okay. So people who truly know the beauty of blissfulness and they move beyond spirituality. Let's use our last minutes with this. That is an energy when you meet, uh, when you meet pure love, it's just something, oh, the story. So without knowing any terms about twin flames and none of that, there is the first twin flame encounter. And I still remember the way that all these things happen, but I'm just going to kind of keep it focused on the energetic imprint because that's what I want you to understand. The energetic imprint is what led me to have a flashback to a specific moment in time when I had first, in fact, uh, encountered the person. But the flashback was the moment that them and I had separated because we didn't have the ability to stay nearby. And that's because we both traveled. We both had a similar childhood and we were not able to stay together. And the flashback was very specific, and I'll never forget it. I'm not going into details on purpose. But when they presented themselves, that was the minute that I was like, oh, my gosh. So without ever having seen them for, I don't even remember how many years had passed, 
And in fact, the rational person that I am, I'm like, okay, this is silly. It's a flashback. Of course, you remember also we dated at the time. So I was like, of course, you have this way of feeling about it because, you know, he is that person. And in fact, this is a very special human being in my life. They still are. And I love them to death. And uh, the minute that I and them were brought together, I knew. In fact, we did not waste any time in any way, shape, or form. Now, the fiercely loving will do everything they can to do what? To meet with love. So I did do. And they were not as fierce as I was. But I managed to be able and have us uh, encounter. And so from that moment forth, we built. And to this day, we have our actual relationship which is a beautiful one we don't navigate the same planes that's for sure because they're not a mystic in any way shape or form but they support the unconsciously loving spirit that i am and so we talk about things in our own way i laugh because they actually aren't a very big communicator either <laughs> but at the end of the day here's what uh, zen masters do know how to do with our twin flames, our soulmates, our entire oversoul, we expand it. And we don't run away from it. So we learn how to recalibrate with the people that are around us based on what their safety and their behaviors and their actual patterns want because we enjoy to be in a family that can play. We don't care about our tribe, meaning having all Zen masters, all disciples. This is, these are words I'm using for a story that represents something my regular listeners know. The part that, if any of you are new, is most important for you to understand is that functional adults only have compassion language. We don't shame, we don't blame, and we don't do faulting. We do not do in any way, shape, or form revenge. And if anybody ever remotely does something like that, it will be something you will notice in time and you will not counteract. You will actually know very well that when people have insecure attachment styles, we have disconnected, we have the preoccupied, and we have fearful avoidant. When people do not know that the adrenaline rush and visceral is not actually anything and that being in a relationship where people talk to you like you're a problem, where people shame you, where people blame you, fault you, and where people are actually not uh, straight with you when they do things in a way that is... I've had recently a person try to manipulate, and they do this all the time. I know their energy, and I know their mannerisms, and I, to this day, the one thing that allows me to gauge what best support I can provide is time because time allows me to know what their agenda is and then based on their needs the good ones so for their actual mental emotional physical health and this is in the absence of speaking any words because <clears throat> a blind and deaf lion only roars at those of us who fiercely love and if they're not roaring they're using a language that they know we will notice what they don't know is that every trick in the book that a two-year-old who is a teenager who thinks that the world outside is out to get them, what they don't know is that their energy speaks the same way ours does. So we will have hints if it is purely, genuinely 
something um, in equanimity, we will know that. If instead it is in a, I want what I want because I said so, our nervous system gives us that note, okay? So we won't make any type of assumption. We don't use our brain that way. We will note what is in the best interest of all people involved. And it is always love. So love is what we will give. And we will give support in whatever tangible way possible. But we will figure out in time what that is. And that's because when two-year-olds lie, it's because they have unresolved trauma. That's the only reason children begin to lie, is because they don't have family members who know how to speak to them with an authoritative tone. They have authoritarian, that's not good, or permissive, that's not good. They have shaming, that's not good. Blaming, that's not good. Revenging, no good. Tricky, no good. None of these languages are good. None of them help a child to be in a ventral vagal state because those parents are not in ventral vagal state. So when you teach mindfulness to parents and children, and this has been conducted in schools in a state in America where they are now doing mindfulness for these schools in a specific poor area, they have seen children go from lying to not lying. And that's because the child now feels safe to tell the truth. And that's because the child has a parent who says, with a compassionate tone, an authoritative one, but a one that is respectful. I see you. It's okay. You can be yourself. I love you. Come here. Let's figure this out together. There's no reason for you to be scared or ashamed. It's okay if you wet yourself. It's okay if you fell and, and you dirtied your clothes. It's okay. Whatever it is, if you're crying, come here. Let me hug you. There's a specific tone that helps infants and children to learn how to have self-love so this is to say again fiercely loving people we run towards love and any person who is fiercely loving in their heart and wants that and they awaken and right now that's the part they're going to be like wow i've met true love that's pure love it's not anything that is in this, I'm going to shame you for your addictions. I'm going to blame you for your emotional triggers. I'm going to fault you when we get into a fight. I'm going to make you culpable of everything that you, you. No, when a person who awakens to somebody who says, hey, let's talk, let's talk, let's talk. Or again, shares support in ways that are what are you doing today? What are your interests? And then there's that actual active interest. Actions speak louder than words. Consistency reveals the truth. Time is what tells a person the true character and personality and true intents. And because fiercely loving only loves, it's never based on fear. So there's no trickery. That's why the people who test it out, they figure out, wow, this is a really loving person. That's amazing. That's it. The people who uh, figure it out mm, with other means, uh, they, if they actually figure it out, and so they truly come into their adulthood, they say, you know, you know that time, this, I want to talk about that time, because in these times, they actually come clean and tell you stuff. It's really nice. It's nice when people tell you that they had doubts or fear or, you know, because that's the moment you actually know that they have seen the areas that they were afraid of. It means they've learned to be self-compassionate. It's very important. Uh, you can't be fiercely loving if you're not self-loving. 
That's the first place it starts. That's why it's compassionate beyond a reason. You identify, I'm not my biggest mistake. Of course, we all can fuck up. The people who move into love cycle, they actually do not fuck up. They consciously have awareness and they do their best to align with each other. And that's why we have open love language with functional adult. Always communicating, always in a space of understanding nobody's perfect we can talk about things and we expand 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 our tribe gets bigger and bigger and i look forward to being back with you with more have a wonderful day